test, test, test. We are actively recording. Are we? We are. Okay, cool. What's up, my miners of intelligence and consciousness? I'm Rick Brooks, and this is Rick's Mind. We're gonna do a fireside chat today. Uh, by the way, these new mics, brand new gear. My God, he's been trying to get me to spend my hard-earned dollar dollars. Two years. Two years. I've been wanting mi- to upgrade microphones because I didn't want to. And this is our first. In sh- in person show that we've had yeah. for quite some time, and uh, it feels good, man. Yeah, it feels good to be in the studio. It feels it feels it feels right. It's springtime. I went on a, a glorious hike. Nice hike. I saw some pictures. Yeah, nice the, t-shirt you were wearing. Yeah, that, that's your shirt. I brother. know. That's why it was nice. It's your shirt. Yeah, dude. So uh, it, it, it was a wild weekend. Um, I did. I bought the fights and. But that may have been the best UFC card I've seen in years. Really, it was it was full of oh shit moments. Like when I watched Chris Weidman break his leg, mm-hmm. which I felt terrible. I about. saw the I saw the, oh my god! Like that was a very routine kind of like that's mm-hmm. like a check kind of punch was or it? kick. Yeah. He yeah. like he must have been made of like straw. Like his well, no, ankle I mean, just he's just he's been in a lot of wars. The dude that he was kicking, man, he just it didn't even sound like it felt like anything. <laughs> yeah, that's Uriah Hall. Um well here's the thing. Um I hate Chris Weidman. Oh, I really? despise him. Be I wouldn't wish what happened to him on anybody because he he beat Anderson Silva twice. Really? And he the exact same kick that Silva threw and shattered his leg is mm-hmm. the same. And, and, and then Chris checked it. The same thing happened to him. Damn. And it was crazy. It was fucking, it wasn't, it definitely wasn't karma, but like mm-hmm. I was a little drunk. I was like, son of a bitch. And I was like, oh my God, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this, is, this is terrible. But I mean, I, you know, pray, prayers up to him because I hope he, I wish him a speedy recovery. Oh yeah. I can't imagine. He'll never like, be the same dude. No. It's so sad. Yeah. I can't imagine. Like I've had, I've, Torn ligaments. And then you're Lithuanian. So, by the way, also, oh, yeah. that was a lesson because you're the only Lithuanian person that I know. I know we're a small tribe. And yeah. the fact that she was just so proud because I was like, dude, is it just DeMarco being a douche? No, that's how we it, are. No, it definitely is because, I mean, Thug Rose. Dude, yeah. It was anti communist and then knocked out the commie Chinese. No. <laughs> I know. It was great. It was a very, it was a nice moment. Uh, no, I mean, that's, that's how, that's how Lithuanian people are. Uh, especially, like Lugans, who are like Rose is just like me. She's she's born in America, but kind of raised in the culture. Uh, that's how we all are. Is it's just like a very proud moment because we are a very small country in the first place. Mm-hmm. There's there's more Lithuanians in the United States now than there is in Lithuania, just because of the size of Lithuania, mm-hmm. you know. And I think it was very 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 emblematic to have a Lithuanian fighter beat the. The kind of state communist fighter, and which was neat. she was so anti. I yeah, mean, I know. It's, it, that runs deep still. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, you have it's it's different for. I feel like it's a, any any culture that comes from like genocide or from diaspora like that is gonna have that a similar mindset of it's it's so fresh yeah, in so. in the memory. Like, you know, it's not just like. I didn't go through it, thank God, and my parents didn't have to go through it. But I know about it because my grandfather went through it. He was a little kid when it happened. It's like the it's like the Armenians, man. Yeah, that genus. Every Armenian I've ever met, like that, comes up in a conversation. I mean, it's still fucking going on. It's too. a very it's it's kind of like uh, 
good example would be like, so that we, uh, my family's been going back and my dad had never seen Top Gear. Mm -hmm. And so we've been going back and watching all the old Top Gear specials where they do all their traveling. And we just watched the one where they go to Patagonia. So they're going back and forth between Argentina and Chile. And uh, the way that the Argentinians react when they are just kind of like, think they're just joking and goofing about the Falklands War. In Britain, the Falklands War was nothing. It, it passed relevance, and there, just like the Iraq War here did, you yeah. know. But in Argentina, it's still like a hot button, like S tier political topic going on because they lost territory. So, like, oh, yeah, whoa, no, wait, yeah. they didn't. I don't know if they lost. That's been the well, British territory since time immemorial. Yeah, no, maybe not since. I time. mean, they it's stole the British. It from someone, it's the but, British. but still. And then Argentina invaded, and British said, mm -hmm. "The Brits said, fuck you. But, We're sending our planes.'" And they and the Argentinians lost a lot more people, like three times the amount of people that the British did in that. Oh like, hell yeah! It was what ten days? I think it was. It yeah. was a long. Why the fight. fuck would you stand up to a world power like? I mean, I mean, I, mean, I, I get it. It's it's you're not going to lose. It's not not everyone can be Belgium in the First World War <laughs> no, and stand right? up to the. Freaking! I don't know. There is, was, it, is it a war mock? Is it the war mocked? What the the German? That's what it's called. Yeah, the right? war mocks. Yeah, yeah, the war machine. Yeah. Yeah. So they they stood up to. I mean, for a little bit, mm -hmm. they got punched in the. Funny story. Mm -hmm. Did you ever watch Recess? Oh yeah. Do you remember the cartoon? Gus? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you remember Gus? His yeah. dad is telling him he's about to fight this bully. And his yeah. dad's like, "You're you're you're like little Belgium," and and uh, he's like, "They stood up, and the whole world was watching, and they're fighting off the Germans." Yeah. And he's getting all pumped up to the game. He's like, "What happened?" He's like, "They got crushed, son. <laughs> they, they got fucking crushed. Like, Go fight this guy." Yeah. No, so, I mean it's it's like that. Like so, like for Lithuania, it's it's a hot button topic, but you know it's also you know, there's debate. You can have the debate all day long that you want to about the merits of, you know, Marxist theory or whatever, that there's a lot of stuff that Marx said that's not bad. But the problem with that style of government is that while it has good intentions, in order to do it, you have to have an apparatus that is so overarching control that you get one bad thing in there and look at every single communist situation that's ever happened. It's, you know? Yeah, pretty, for the, I would say, 95%. I, I'm very, well, I'm very curious about, like, modern-day Vietnam. Yeah. Because no one ever brings them up when they talk about I communism. really don't know much about modern-day My cousin Vietnam went there, and he's like, dude, it's like, pure fucking true cap. There's so many little businesses, and it's yeah. just, it's crazy. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't been there, and to be fair, I haven't really researched what what life is like well, in Vietnam, and I mean, I like I can I can speak from, but there was there would, sorry, there was also a massive genocide, in right? Vietnam, so we got sure. all, you know, well, fuck communism, uh, gen communism and genocide kind of go hand to hand like peanut butter and chocolate, exactly. you know, um, you know, and so but so like to speak to the Lithuanian side is this like you know you have a situation where her family had to escape from everything like not much is talked about with Lithuania. Uh, just because it's a small country and it's not necessarily geopolitically relevant a lot. Um, but like, you know, the Soviets, you know, we got rolled over by Napoleon when he was trying to invade Russia. Like I have, there's a, there's a legend in my family about the, when Napoleon marched through Lithuania and into Russia and didn't know about the Russian winters and his soldiers froze in our family's farm fields. We went out and picked their pockets of all their gold and then everybody started fighting about it. So an old aunt put a curse on it and it's buried somewhere in our land in Lithuania. You got to go, you got to go find yeah, it. Yeah. Well, it's cursed. So, um, <laughs> but, 
you know, like that, or like, you know, we got steamrolled by Napoleon and then we got steamrolled by the Nazis and then the Soviet, then the Bolsheviks came through. And then when the Bolsheviks came in and they took over Lithuania, they made every, every part of Lithuanian society essentially illegal. They couldn't speak the language. They couldn't speak, uh, couldn't speak the language, couldn't write or read our language. Um, hundreds of thousands of Lithuanians were deported from Lithuania to Siberia to work camps and just all of their property and everything was confiscated and given to like random we're Russian getting, families to move in. We're getting way deep in this. Oh yeah. We're getting, we're but getting deep. so you can understand why that's like, I like, I have a lot of problem with like, I consider myself kind of like left politically or like left of center politically. And I have a lot of trouble where I agree with a lot of people in my zone, but they're also very like, kind of like, why not communism? And I'm just like, because you don't know. Like, you, you just, you don't know. Well, they're in, you know? listen, anyone, anybody that is like, agrees with Marxist ideas of fucking psychopath. I wouldn't go that far. No, they're Communi- crazy, Communism, though. I will say that. But it doesn't, I just don't think it works, man. It doesn't I work. I don't think it can. I think there are, there are aspects of Marxism that can be integrated into a better way of doing things other than just like pure ideology I'm a diehard capitalist man those are fighting words eh, i like capitalism but i i would like a more human-centered capitalism i think we need a more human-centered society well yeah that would help because there's a lot know. of like there's a lot of i mean on the internet there's if you like if you say if like people that are 15 16 years old and they like said something racist on twitter or something yeah, sure like, yeah. yeah like you don't believe that person can change. You don't believe that they, they were just being an idiot. Like we can't forgive that. We have to stop. That's a that's a, that's a very anti-human sentiment that you don't believe people can change yeah. because people change every day for the better. I have this conversation with a lot of people whenever the new like canceling thing happens, <clears throat> and for me, it it falls down to what well, like what they did and how they did it you know like if it depends on how it's said if it's just somebody who's young <clears throat> excuse me young and just trying to be cool you know and drops an n-word but it's like they don't mean it as like a racist statement they don't necessarily understand the context that's when you give somebody a chance to grow but there's like that like a really good example of what not i'm talking about like somebody who is like either has bad intent to begin with or is like just is not learning and just needs to be stopped is like i can't remember the dude's name he's like blown up out of nowhere country western singer he like was on saturday saturday night live a couple times coulter i'm gonna say coulter google that coulter 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 something i think it's coulter wall what yeah what, what went down with that he so there's videos of him like trying to be cool edgy white kid saying the n-word but with an a so it's like you know my n-words or whatever my niggas yeah yeah okay yeah you better not say that oh no i'm just just, you can say it that's okay actually probably i probably i don't want to you know (laughs) sorry well no no no. he's he did that that came out everybody was just like oh my god and then so he does the whole apology tour and oh my god i didn't know what this is i'm so sorry and then he goes and does it again (laughs) but they find a video of him like in a tirade 
just somebody recorded like i think his neighbor recorded over their fence of him just going after someone but he's dropping hard r's the er you don't drop a hard r unless you mean it and you meet it in the real meaning you can't drop the er you never go hard r never (laughs) no you never go hard r in anything so like that's an example of like okay everybody kind of gave you a chance but here you are again doing the who same reco- shit who reco- was it as a home it had to have been his neighbor it had to have been his what was neighbor. he do- what was it? dude you might have to find that video i want to see that all right this see if i can do it without crashing the computer coulter wall yeah coulter wall i believe i think yeah it, it he it was like something like that but it's just like it's like it's like the edgy kid the edgy teenagers that are dropping n-words to try to be like yo me and my n-words are hanging out shit like that yeah. it's just like you sound dumb don't do it just doesn't, don't doesn't mean you're racist no though. it doesn't mean you're racist dropping hard r's and shit that's where it gets like okay you know multiple instances of this or of you being given a public a very big public shaming and chance to re you know reintegrate be a better person and you just do the same thing it's kind of like that when it's just like okay maybe not yeah it is a culture wall damn yeah i remember reading something <laughs> about that <clears throat> but um that was a while ago yeah it was like six months ago or something but yeah like like people like that i feel like that's those are situations where it's like you have to feel it out but then there are situations where it's like people obviously know you're a racist you know and they're just you're just done you know i can't think of anybody off the top of my head but I feel like if you go straight for the hard R and the intent is anger and hatred behind it, no matter how you're saying it, Here's that's a good when question. You're done. Can you just have like a racist moment? You know, like you know. I don't know how you can have a racist moment though. Well, yeah, yeah. Because like, can you just have like a well? I, just, I don't. But here's the thing. Here's the thing for me, right? <laughs> I don't know why I think this is okay. Funny. Elephant in the room, Rick. You are a beautiful black man. Thank you. Why, why, why would I have a racist moment if, why, if I am a racist, why would I be interacting with you? Why would I be doing... No, no I'm saying like, you know, you know like... You, you, like a, not me in particular. I'm yeah. just... I don't know. I don't, I don't see how you can't... Because I guess to me, not being racist you're, is okay. like one of the easiest you, fucking things to do. You're driving. You know? You're driving. Yeah. Okay. This beautiful black person cuts you <laughs> it cuts off. me off, and you I drop a hard cut, R. You drop a hard R. God. Does that mean that you hate all black people? You just I think you're going to have moment. a proclivity for that if you're going to immediately go to racial yeah, epithets. Yeah, I think so too. I don't. I, I don't I, see how you I can just you, be like, you, I, I had a moment. Dick, you know? I was weak. I dropped a hard R. Oh my god. It's okay. I've recovered. I feel better now. I've made my amends. I've taken pictures with black people. I have black friends <laughs> now. I don't think you, I don't see how you can, like, that's one of those things. It's, it's like the, like, people always talk about, like, how you can recover from being, like, like, they always talk about, like, there's a very common thing with men when, like, they, like, oh man, I, you know, I used to be a man and then I had a daughter and now I respect women. You know, it's like, why didn't you respect women before you had a daughter? You know, it's kind of like one of those things. It's like, I understand cultural things or ignorance things where like, say you grow up in a culture or a place where there aren't people outside of your ethnic group. You're not going to be used to being around them. You might be uncomfortable just because it's the unknown, but it should just be uncomfortable. It shouldn't go to hatred, you know, because I think there's no, there's no way that you can use that kind of language without hate behind it. You know, 
you can call somebody a fucker or like somebody cuts me off, you fucking cunt or something like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's more just like an outburst. I, I we... feel like you go to an epithet. I think that that's like several <laughs> steps down the road. I think so. I think so as well. Yeah, I definitely. Cause that, it's like if a, an Asian person cuts, I don't think of a, <laughs> Asian slur yeah right i'm not trying to be mickey rooney and you know or, breakfast you know, at tiffany's yeah i don't you know i, don't I yeah do i that. i don't i don't see how you can so i guess the racist moment it's well but it's it's like you know into the 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 argument that it always seems to be the people that go against it always try to make is just like well why can they use the word and why can't we it's like why do you want to use the word I don't, I feel, you know i that's i don't think you know? i don't think that argument's dumb but i also it's like I don't use that. I, de- I definitely don't use that word. Sure. This is a good, I don't use that word around my white friends at all. I mean, if I'm around my If you black, want if to, around it's my, fine. I'm I don't just, care. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. I feel like that's like throw. I feel, I feel like that's like mean. It's like You're throwing, throwing it in your face. It's throwing it in, like, you can't say this. And I can. And it is glorious. If I'm around my black friends, yeah, maybe it slips sure. out. Maybe yeah. it slips out of time. Or it's two. like salt and pepper. Am I thinking, let's in. go. You know, maybe yeah. it does. Yeah. You know, it rolls off the tongue. It feels good. I don't I like it. It's it's one of those things. It's mine. Personally, it's like, I guess if I were black, I don't know how I would feel about it. So, and I'm not black. So it's really, but there, yeah, it's, it's not really like, I don't have a point, a part in the conversation <clears throat> to even add positive or negative because it doesn't affect me. There's you two know? schools of thought on that. There's some people that say no one should use it and we should. And then there's the other people like, this is, this is our word and mm-hmm. we've reclaimed it and it's ours. I don't know. I don't. I generally don't say. I definitely would say. I'd probably say the end. Although I've said it a few times on this podcast now. I mean, but I say it. It's far your. It's less, literally your podcast. Your say, name is on say, the. I would on say the... far less than the average black person. Sure. I would say. I'd say. Sure. The N word. I mean, like, and I, I assume a lot of it is cultural, depending on like where you grow up, like what part of the world you grow up. Yeah. You know, it's just I don't personally like have a problem with people using inclusive or exclusive language if it's like a reclaiming thing like that you know like if you know you're using the n-word as a positive thing and you're like taking it back the way a lot of other groups take slurs back and make it their own it's like language is defined by the user did did the gays take back the word fag kind of yeah they did kind of we can't we can't say that though well no, yeah, you it's shouldn't. Tough. Uh, you shouldn't. Uh, but here's the it's the man, same. It's exactly I, the same thing. It's I like, like the context thing too, <laughs> like on that one. Because like, well, how did he say it? Did he say you are one? Or is it like, a hard G or it, is this like a Joffrey? Yeah, it's <laughs> tough. It's it's really tough, and it's also because I have a problem mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> saying because I grew, I did grow up using that word. Sure, as a like second grade, that was the the sure. biggest insult, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, we all grew up in the nineties. It's okay. You know, I have a bad habit of saying "gay." Like, man, that's so gay. Like, I think it's like I don't know. It's one of those words. I that feel like you can't say that anymore. I right feel now. like "gay" has come back around. That it's like, yeah, you should err on the side of caution and not say it. But also, it's kind of like everybody's kind of calmed down. That it's like if you're comfortable with people and it's okay. Like the word "gay" is not really a loaded word anymore. Good. It's a statement of fact, or it's like it has been fully reclaimed. But unlike the N word, it also doesn't have several hundred years of baggage that include genocide and colonialism. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. this is just like, you know, and not that and not mean, that that struggles any less. And but, that you means know. three things. It means happy. Mm-hmm. It means homosexual mm-hmm. and it means dumb mm-hmm. i think so right that's how the context i don't I personally use. have a problem with it but you know i am not 
very much a part of the wider LGBT movement. I, I, so. I have said it to uh, some of my gay friends. Sure. Like, Man, this is so gay. And they're just like, yeah, it is. I'm like, yes, I didn't get to <laughs> I'm one of them. I'm a gay it. now. <laughs> Dude, the, the, the gays have figured it out, though. Oh. And you know yeah. what else? Actually, I have a beef with the LGBTQ community. Okay. You want to hear it? I don't know if the podcast wants to hear it. This will this will drive some traffic, I guess. They fucking stole the rainbow. I, I want it back. <laughs> I want it back. I feel like they deserve the rainbow. I, but dude, it's so the rainbow's so dope. Like this, the is, this flags, is like a this is like a mid nineties NASCAR argument. I, I'm just saying they, they took the rainbow from Jeff Gordon. He deserves it. They took they took the rainbow, and you know. I guess in the 60s, they used to have rainbow shit all the time. Mm-hmm. I, shit, I would... I mean, I still can, obviously. Right. It's, you know, I'm all for gay rights. So they didn't necessarily steal it. They did. Nope, I'm, no. not, I'm not backing down from this. They, they just stole used the, the rainbow. rainbow. They, they just stole it. It's like the... It's like the... It, it's like that kind of stuff always cracks me up. Because it's just like... It's like the, it's like the white people that get upset because they can't use the N-word. And it's yeah. just like... Yeah. Why do you want to? Do you just want to be cool? You think it's just cool to use it? I want everything in the and world. And it's like, yeah, maybe my people who are quote unquote cool use it, but that doesn't mean you need to use it. It's just a word, yeah. you know, and there's a lot of baggage behind it. And then it's just like, or like the white people that are or like the straight people that are just like, well, we're going to have straight pride. And it's like, we did that. That was called the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> you can go join if you want. There's still a thing. There's a lot of cops that do, do you it. Ever, you know? Man, I, I, you ever watch those videos of, um, well, like clan rallies. Yeah, oh God, dude! I watch them. Oh, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen. Dude, they are just. It is all, wild. Dude, they're pure. It's to me. It is. It doesn't. It does not offend me. I giggle. I'm like, this sure. is so. It's real great. dumb. It's it, real that's dumb. That's how I feel. I feel bad for them. Um, yeah. In a, in a sense, because it's like, dude, there's a lot of. There's dope, a lot of really dumb a lot people of dope here. Shit that other races do. Like, does it, yeah. If you're a member of, does that mean you don't like Mexican food? Like, I don't know how mean? I don't know how it works in terms of like you just hate you hate X group of people, but like I have a feeling like given the history of where it comes from, I'm guess they're guessing they're probably gonna be with okay with like stealing things from other people's culture and trying no, to make can, it no, their you own. Can, you can't, no. I don't no, know listen, I don't know how the clan could take a burrito and make can, it their you own. You cannot have mayonnaise in it, if, but the Mexicans it, already do that. You, you know? can't you here's the, you I feel like if you're a member of like the KKK, mm-hmm. like you can't, you can't like Mexican food. You cannot watch football. What are you gonna eat? Basketball, baseball, like it's got to be all whites. But golf for a while, you weren't paying attention to golf from Tiger. I mean, up until probably only maybe a hundred years ago, Scottish people and Irish people weren't considered white because we weren't white enough. Like. Yeah. It was only that's it's this new like, I mean, outside of just that, the the Neither United were Italians, bro. No, ever it was basically if you weren't English, German, or Scandinavian of some sort, you weren't considered white, which is weird because now it's like, but the United States has this really weird history where it's so based on racism, like based in racial class, yeah, and the only like. I mean, hot hot take. I think it's just a you know a method to box people up and use it as cl- to disguise them from class warfare. Because I think if everybody realized that Dude, all of the issues in this country are class issues, then dude, we might have some more progress. You are 
That's here's the, that's when they start killing you though. Mm-hmm. That's when they they assassinated the what is it the it's Fred something he in 1968 Black Panther mm-hmm. 21 years old the yeah. FBI broke into his, Google that I can't think of it just type in Fred something Black Panther Chicago 1968 assassination um, they broke into his house while and they they drugged him while he was sleeping and shot him in the head. And, um, but this dude started uniting the Puerto Ricans, Mm -hmm. these, this group of poor white people called the young Patriots. Mm -hmm. They, and they were, they were talking about Fred Hampton, Fred Hampton. Thank you. December 4th, 1969. Yep. So 69. Um, and he's united all these groups, whites, blacks, Puerto Mm -hmm. Ricans, uh, you know, and they're like, yeah, this is about like you guys don't like the cops. Yeah, there are two white. And he's like, there are two white people that just got shot last week. Yeah, poor, n- not in the news. Like, yeah. you, you, no, we, we have the same. We're, we're we're the same. Yeah. And then they fucking killed him. But I mean, this guy was a revolutionary. He I knew mean, he was gonna look die. at Martin Luther King. The minute same he started, thing. he started uniting. You know, all people outside of you know ethnic groups and races, and started to hang around Malcolm X, who, you know, growing up in a fairly like conservative area. I never really knew much about Malcolm X or the Black Panthers other than they were like race supremacist group or so they did no, no, terrorism so I would say Black Panthers uh, to, in a sense, and we would have to further research this a mm-hmm. little more, but I would say leave them out. But the Nation of Islam, 100%. Are well, what, what, whatever Mar- Malcolm X was that's affiliated. The, that's the Nation, nation of Islam. Islam. That's okay. the Nation okay. of Islam. Um, and see, I don't know much about it other than like what research I've done, say, in the past like 10 years as I've become an adult. They killed him. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, like, the reason, like, you know, tinfoil hat moment, Martin Luther King was assassinated by the FBI. Definitely. And it's because... Without question. He began associating with Malcolm X because he did, like, you know, it's like every conservative and everybody likes to pull out the whole Martin Luther King would never be okay with rioting or anything. And it's like, yeah, maybe at one point, but if you listen to the where, where he goes, he, like, he's the one who said rioting or violence is the language of the unheard so something like that and he he started doing a lot more things with malcolm x and malcolm x preached you know don't go to war unless you have to so you're you gotta be careful here because Mm -hmm. i know quite a bit about malcolm x there's there's three phases of him there's Mm -hmm. red which is a gangster-esque type people in his early early like child like not of the mm-hmm. teenage to early 20s and then there's a militant malcolm mm-hmm. which is when he's becomes a preacher for the nation of islam mm-hmm. or an meme i don't know and then there's like a reformist malcolm x mm-hmm. to where he goes to mecca and starts hanging out with other muslims mm-hmm. and then really starts to realize that the nation of Islam is a bit of a sect and they're not teaching what actual, what, what actual, yeah. actually what Islam is. Right. And that's when he becomes a lot more peaceful mm-hmm. and a lot more even keeled and is starting and, and starts to convert and take people from the nation. Right. And they couldn't have that. Okay. And so um, it all depends on when he was associating with it. And like, but all, okay. of all the things that I've ever seen, even I guess when you could consider him his, his most militant or violent, he always, it always felt like he was preaching community defense and self-defense and that yes. you shouldn't be just attacking people just to attack people and make a statement, but you're fighting back. You have a system of, oppression that's built well, into the culture okay. that's well, fighting you, you no know? i don't you can't necessarily the, the they had the, the 
the Nation of Islam had meetings with the Ku Klux Klan and the American Nazi parties. The leader of the American Nazis gave a speech at the mosque. Do you want to know okay. why? Because they were trying to get him. No. Well, they were all no, anti-Semitic, no, weren't they? No, 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 no. They had the same ideas. They did That's not scary. want the mixing of each other's race. Oh. They wanted complete separation, like fu- de- like desegregation. Fuck that. Yeah. Dude, they are not like the na- back then. They, I mean, you would be called a devil. Like sure. me hanging out with you wouldn't be good. Yeah, like, they're, yeah. They're, they are at that point in time. They were uh, on the su- like racist supremacist side of things, mm-hmm. and they're like, listen, like we listen. I know I hate you. You hate me, but honestly, we honestly we hate this, everybody too. Yeah, so we, let's just hate we everyone together. We believe in the same thing. Like we want. I mean, they they. And I want to say it was their Garvey. So Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. and Muhammad Ali, especially Muhammad Ali, because he was affiliated with the nation mm-hmm. for a long time as well. This is fascinating because yeah, I really yeah, don't know no, much yeah, about dude, this. I've read, but I, this is a fascinating time mm-hmm. in black culture. And the, the, you, you get to see the assassination of our leadership, which is kind of sad. But mm-hmm. um, G- Marcus Garvey mm-hmm. was, the, he was a, um, there's this thing called Garveyism. And that was especially what um, Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali were. He was a very influential black man. Um, <clears throat> I think he was from uh, the Caribbean or something like that. And we're going to need to Google all of this. But um, type Mike Marcus Garvey. But basically, Garvey Garveyism was like self-sufficient. Like we will become educated. We will have our own banking system. We will have oh, that's my phone. My bad. Um, <laughs> we will have our own <clears throat> banking system. We will be completely self-sufficient from the white man. That is the only way that they will respect us. We yeah. will have we will have universities. And I, mean, I guess this yeah. is where like the and, like the black stock market in Tulsa yeah, came yeah, from. Yeah, dude, and they fucking ruined that too. So. Um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we we tried, mm-hmm. we tried. Yeah, um, it just when we started doing better than the white folks in that town, they got upset. Let's yeah, I mean, bomb you. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, but it it goes deeper. Uh, it, Marcus Garvey, by the way, uh, he's from Saint Anne's Bay in Jamaica. Okay, Jamaica. Yeah. Yeah. So, but he he was taught self sufficiency in our communities mm-hmm. and and spoke on a lot of issues that we have today. And people bought into that, and they yeah. wanted to do good and they and they wanted to start their own and they started to and then from there kind of evolved and into the to the nation of is but that's that's young malcolm that's his that's 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 what what his information that's what he those are the beliefs he was raised upon and then he goes to the city and he finds this community of these people that are talking about different ideas and i personally don't see anything particularly wrong with it no especially if it's like no especially if it's like it's wanting to have your own culture and economy or whatever, but by choice and you're not excluding anybody by force. Like anyone can join in if they want. Yeah. They just, it, this happens to be, it's like, I can watch BET if I want. It's okay. Yeah. You know, but, but, I used to watch 106 and Park. It's fine. The really, the really fascinating part about Malcolm X to me is he had so much power yeah in the community like i mean he dispersed he still a, does you know, i mean really? he dispersed a, cla- a a crowd of like a thousand people they were going to burn some and by the way you read these and i i went and i dove deep into all of this stuff uh, after george floyd happened because mm-hmm. i needed to understand like how the fuck did we get here and who what is blm and who's leading it and are these people so i read a Long Walk to Freedom, A Long Walk to Freedom by Nelson Mandela, and then I read an autobiography on Malcolm X. But he did, anyways. Mandela is another character that, or character, another person that 
people I think misunderstood is that before he was the diplomat prime minister of South Africa, he was in charge of a very large quote unquote terrorist yeah, organization. I think it, was, it was a MK or something. It was like, like that? it was like youth something. It was like MK. I'll look it up. Like, but he, I mean, he he planned and carried out attacks strategically on their enemies. Stuff. On, on the apartheid government. But yeah. it wasn't, it was on like power grids and mm-hmm. it was tried not to get, also they, they had white people working with them, right. by the way. I wanted, like, yeah, it wasn't just like a specifically a, a, a like a, a race supremacy <clears> thing. <throat> it was a freedom fighting organization. It's Bec- like, you kind of have to well, crack were, a few eggs to other make press, Ju- There were other press groups. I mean, the, the guy right. that gave him a, his legal career was a Jewish lawyer. And so he, you know, but I'm I'm glad you knew that because not a lot of people did know that. Well, I think that's I think that's one of the problems that people, because <clears throat> like, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, my throat is dying today. Um, like George Floyd, the just the larger issue of which, like, say George Floyd is involved in, or Breonna Taylor, or any of any of the people who have been killed by the police, whether specifically black people, but regardless of race, that have been killed by the police, is it's it's a, a much it's a much deeper issue and it's much wider. It's very like when people say systemic, it is truly systemic. It is, it is whether it is by, it is by design and whether it's still being carried out by design or it's just the systems built this way and the machine carries on without anybody caring. I think, I think it's a problem. I think, I believe it's the systems built this way and the machine carries on. I think I would like to think that way, but I think there is, I think it's 50, 50. I think there is, a lot of very nefarious types that are still in places of power funneling all this stuff. Maybe. You know, I don't think it's, I don't think every single rank and file person on the bottom floor out there is a clan dragon. You know, it's not like that. There are people, there's, there's good people in it. There are people who are good people on the outside who get swept up into it and don't, you know, don't think about it and unwillingly or act willingly participate in it. And then there, yeah, there are just bad people that are doing it, but there's no way that it could have gone on this long without people being like, why are we doing this? Oh yeah. Let's stop. If there wasn't some, you know, force behind them being like, no, keep killing black people. We don't need them. You know, I think that it has to do with a lack of training, but I do want to get back to Malcolm. Yeah. Because I, what I was, I think where I left off was he, he dispersed a crowd of like a thousand people because the cops had just shot two fucking veterans. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was after the Vietnam War and they were in full uniform, dude, and that like, like they shot them. Mm-hmm. Like people that fought for America. Yeah. Like when you read, like when you read stuff like that, it's fucking disgusting. Yeah. And those cops should have been killed. Like, like just, yeah. I, dude, like, that was maybe, yeah. I don't know. It was I mean, very upset. When I read that, I mean, I was like, this, I just, it's not they were Korean veterans or it was Vietnam veterans, Viet, yeah, the Korean War veterans, but they, they literally got shot. And I don't remember why, but I remember that the, the city of, of Harlem was going to fucking burn this police precinct down. Mm-hmm. And he walked out. Put his hands up like this, hand up, and everyone just left. That's pretty I cool. shit you not. And this this is also the guy the FBI kept, kept tags on. 
when uh, he was going to Mecca, he was treated like a dignitary for the United States. Mm-hmm. He had deep ties. The, the, the Egyptian government gave scholarships to uh, Nation of Islam members mm-hmm. to go over there and study. He uh, did a tour of Africa. Everywhere, there was a car for him. Mm-hmm. And the United States government, and you can look this up too. Sure. They were so scared. They're like, any fucking deal that he signs with any of these governments, like it's null and void. Yeah. Like we can't. No, he's not a like that. But that's how much power this man had. That's how many connections he had. Yeah. In the and I and I sometimes wondered after this book, I was like, what? <clears throat> how would the our relations with with the Muslim world have been had this man? Ben. I'm pretty sure he ben sat down and talked to Nasser, like the president of the dictator of Egypt, yeah. his president at one point in time. Yeah. What would our what would our relationship have been like with the Middle East had this dude like actually been? Oh, involved? I mean, it's, it's imagine our it's imagine the United States relationship with the Middle East had we not been involved in so many coups or not, it just like not been involved in with the Shah of Iran and caused that whole mess. Oh, you we're, know, we're not going to go down this road. Oh, I mean, no, but, I mean, <laughs> but, it's all interconnected, know, dude. It's I all know. connected. No, I mean, but just like any of those instances, and I think it's like people don't understand, like, they like to throw out half-truths without, not willingly, but just throw out the half-truth without knowing the other half. Like, talking about, like, Martin Luther King, where he talks about civil disobedience and nonviolence, but then he also was not 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 an advocate for violence, but he was a advocate for very necessary last resort self-defense which everyone should be you know and i always look at like lithuania is a good example when we were invaded by the soviets at no time was there not an active underground military force trying to fight the soviets and it's like you know people like to say that lithuania won without spilling blood yeah maybe not up front but in the background we were spilling a lot of blood because everybody had to because if you're gonna fight evil you have to fight them so you can't just just sit around and hope they go away on that topic what do you think is gonna go down with russia and ukraine because there's like i think 150,000 troops mustering Right outside the Ukrainian, the Ukraine, Ukraine's border. Yeah, and I they've been there if, since they took Crimea. Crimea, I, I, didn't I, they? Are they gonna t- like? Do you? Part of me feels like Putin is trying to rebuild the old Soviet. Oh, he block. absolutely is. He's trying it, to build the old, the old Russian empire. Yeah, the USSR, man. I yeah, feel like before that's what, that, just the Russian. What he's empire. trying to do, and it's and it's and it's interesting because. Yeah. What, it's what? one of those things it's like with like NATO, you know, cause Lithuania deals with this cause they're right there. They're right on the border of Belarus they're, they're for you, and bro. Belarus is like essentially just a puppet state at that point. And then also they share a border with Russia cause the, um, Oh, you guys are fucked. Dude. The, what is that? The, is it Königsberg? The oblast that's on the Baltic. That's I like, no, I'm not, I can't remember the, the name. I'll look it up, but it's, it's an oblast right on the, on the Baltic. It used to be a, 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 a fort for the Teutonic Knights. And then the Russians took it. Um, so they're on either side. They have actually Russia and then like Russian puppet. And, you know, Russia has been, you know, they, they do a lot of saber rattling about like flying planes over on borders or over like international airspace or whatever, just to, like to piss people off. But I think eventually if they can show that like they're waiting for us to f- the United States to become weak enough, which we're, we are, or we're on the brink. 
that if they just decide they I don't see how there's a scenario where they don't take the Ukraine and it's either basically I feel like Russia takes Ukraine fighting Ukraine and that's it or the entire Western world goes to war with Russia and then probably China gets drug into it to go to war with Russia against the Western world and it'll just be like a repeat of World War II which would be just so ridiculous yeah and you know it it does scare me because I th- I think back to that podcast <laughs> the bummer cast no 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 years oh. ago oh, we yeah. did it with uh, oh Thomas Graham Thomas Graham yeah and and we asked him about aliens and he's like I think that any intelligent life form has already destroyed itself yeah and I'm like you've spent your whole fucking life working on nuclear nonproliferation and, and you that's think what that, you think yeah and you think he's gonna die and he just kind of looked at me he's like like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean that that was terrifying. That yeah. was ter- he dedicated his whole life to that, and he really thinks it's for nothing. And sometimes I don't know. I think it's one of, it's one of those things. Like I have a lot of trouble where I come off a lot as like a a pessimist. Where I like to think like I want to be positive, but I'm just I'm looking at this stuff rationally, and I don't. I don't feel like there is a good way out of this. Like I was thinking of this on the way I, you know, driving up here today and how my, so my fiance was on the phone with her parents or her mom and they live in the Midwest and talking about how it was like 80, 90 the other day. And now it's like 40 or something. And how here it was like in the upper seventies, eighties. And then now it was back in the fifties and now it's kind of hot again. Mm -hmm. It's, like way too hot for this time of year. I don't know if that's necessary. It is true. true. The last, not this past week, but the previous two weeks were minimum 10 degrees above normal for this time of year. So it's like this time of year, not necessarily, but this is about three weeks way too. It doesn't normally get this hot until the end of May when it starts to dry out and then June gets hot, you know? And it's just, it's one of those things. It's like, like global warming is really like it's, it kind of feels like this moment is this is this is a moment where everything is going to turn at the same point you know? in time the earth did that, that giant there was a giant hole in the ozone that closed itself during the beginning of the pandemic so it's not all doom and gloom no it's definitely not all doom. but I'm not, we I'm are not, inching closer and closer to, to that mark of like we're unrepairable filling, we're filling up the oceans with co2 and it's a stupid experiment we're running but i do we are going i do think in the next 10 years everything will be electric i hope so I, it's yeah. a revolution it's i would happening. like it too. that would be amazing there's plenty of lithium lithium we're not going to run out of that but i'm not dude i'm really not concerned about I am very concerned about the environment, but that's not at the forefront of my mind. What it, what what I've been getting more interested in is geopolitics. Jesus Christ! You're just blowing up today. Yeah, I am. Um, I can cut this out. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but what I'm what I'm concerned about is 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 what's going on geopolitically. Right. With, I mean, it all ties with, together now. with with Russia with China, like, and I, I don't, I look at our, I look at our government and I don't see a lot of cohesion and I don't see like a very strong leadership. And Mm -hmm. sometimes that is concerning, Yeah. but at the same time, should, should governments clash and war for, hopefully we would sign a pact that says we no matter what we are not using nuclear weapons yeah. and we'll fight this out the old-fashioned way 
Hopefully. I have my doubts. I mean, considering we're the only country to actually have used a nuclear weapon in war, you know. Yeah, that's... And it was for absolutely no reason at all. It was not necessary. No, 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 no. I'll actually argue. I will argue. I will argue on. I will argue with you on this. No. Okay. Why bomb us a largely civilian city full of the largest, by the way, largest Catholic population in Japan? Okay, understand. Hiroshima. All right. No, understand that. Okay, but this is a subject. Okay, now imagine you are Truman. I believe that was president. Who was president? Right. And you do realize that the the Japanese strategy in the Pacific was to make every inch of island that we took cost so many American mm-hmm. lives that we would give up. Mm-hmm. They didn't. Sur- I mean, Hiro Noda surrendered in nineteen in the nineteen seventies. Mm-hmm. There's a great book by Hiro Noda, My Thirty Year War. And he wasn't the only one. There were several divisions of Japanese troops that surrendered in the 50s. So this is an enemy that is not afraid of death. Mm -hmm. They are not there. Their whole goal in life is pretty much to die a glorious death for the emperor and the empire. And I think think with the bomb, I think it was not so much. I think they really didn't understand the power that they had, and they used it, and then they were like, oh. 100%. 100%, But I'm saying, imagine being the president. Now, this is political. Mm -hmm. And... You, the initial invasion of Japan, the home islands, minimum 200,000 American men dead. I mean, this is true. I'm just, I'm being, I'm being, because you said that and you were not thinking. Yeah. So, no, but, I, hold on, I'm not yeah, done. No, go ahead. Now, go imagine ahead. being the president mm-hmm. and you've just cost 200,000 people minimum taking Japan and you've got more to take because you're going to have to take every inch of it. Right. All right. Um, okay, I need to turn my phone off. <laughs> um, I'm turning it off right now. I d- was not expecting uh, to blow up, but now imagine You're having. Popular th- I, I know. Imagine having this this power. Right. And you've just lost two hundred thousand people, and then the world finds out you had a weapon mm-hmm. that could have saved all of those American lives, and you didn't use it. Sure. And it's like, it is a lot of hindsight 2020 kind of thing, but I, I don't know. I, it's the same way that the allies, uh, carpet bomb Dresden during the war, you know, during world war two, mm-hmm. Dresden was a largely civilian city. Yeah. but And the- you can argue whether it was actually civilians or the Nazi just, the Nazis piled civilians in there to make it a soft target, you know? Um, the Nazis took out, dude. It was a, it was total. It was, war. War. It was oh, totally. Sherman. It was a Sherman esque, yeah. total war, scorched earth policy. You, you I mean, MacArthur on. wanted to continue bombing and continue on to nuke Shanghai and Beijing. No, hundred so, percent. Well, MacArthur was MacArthur was crazy. Was cra- he, well, I, I have such a interesting take on MacArthur because mm-hmm. he's a brilliant writer, mm-hmm. but he's might not be all there and he fucking makes shit up and it's like memoirs and stuff yeah and he but he's a diva Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't like that he 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 left but he was ordered to leave he he wouldn't he wanted to die a martyr he's a crazy he's a very interesting character yeah no history it's i mean yeah i mean you can debate all of this 2020 whatever like it's you know it was 80 years ago so but you know, and then you can go back to that old chestnut that they had uh, advance warning of uh, Pearl Harbor, and they kind of let it happen to justify a land grab in the South Pacific. But you know, we won't go there. 
So you're just so conspiratorial. <laughs> it's true though. They had they did they did have enough warning that they could have fortified. It, it is in, it is interesting. Yes, yes. Well, there was a there was a general. There was politics there was a, going on. There was on. a general in charge that chose not to mm-hmm. fortify that. Did you know that a, a fifty a shell? I think it was a fifty. 50 caliber 50 caliber shell went through his window and like hit him on the chest it was completely oh. spent complete no completely spent oh, yeah yeah right and it bounced off of him yeah as he's watching pearl harbor yeah get blown up and yeah. he's like he, he, you know as he says to his commanding officer or yeah. not a, his, his underling he goes i wish it would have fucking killed me <laughs> yeah right and Honestly. then and then he rips off his he's a four i think he's a four star jenny rips yeah. it down to two stars and oh he's like, my god and he just is super different which you would be too oh like, yeah imagine watching you get this. jumped like that yeah, it's just, just like watching well, the, these fucking japanese zeros <laughs> strafing these people in the water yeah, and stuff and then drive flying themselves into pl- to boats and shit yeah. they, didn't fly, they didn't fly they weren't comic Quite they, there were kamikazes and in Pearl, Pearl Harbor. Harbor. Are you yeah. sure? I yeah. have to pull that. I believe up. so. They were hit, maybe. Yeah, I don't believe all of them were, but I believe that no, there they, were they a have... lot there. That that was at least the last resort. That's a super interesting story, though. Mm-hmm. Do you know that they did? The Japanese didn't even know that their torpedoes would work. They were using experimental technology. I didn't know that to no. drop from the planes. Yeah. yeah, they were doing that, and then. Um, Okay, you do you have an interesting point? Sorry, to mm-hmm. get back to your, because they did find a little Japanese submarine in the harbor mm-hmm. like ninety minutes before, and an I think they had like I think I remember reading and take this with a grain of salt. Do your own research. I believe I read that like they had a week or two's radio chatter enough to say that there was a credible threat well they couldn't no they couldn't find their 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 northern fleet the entire northern fleet of the japanese navy they like where the fuck is it now we have no idea yeah (laughs) they probably should have been on a little more alert i mean like my like both my grandfathers fought in a kind of funny enough my grand one grandfather was in the navy and was on ships at iwo jima and then my other grandfather was in the marines and he was storming the beaches at iwo jima so it's like my family is very deeply involved in that, like in that era was of history. He, was he as a Marine or in yeah, the Army? A Marine. Nice. Yeah. He was at Iwo Jima and Guadalcanal. And then he was also in uh, Thailand as well for a little bit toward the end of the war before he came home. Yeah. You ever watch the uh, the Pacific? Yeah, I did. It was very good. I, I slightly, just very slightly mm-hmm. prefer the Pacific to... Uh, Band of Brothers. I think I like Band of Brothers better just because of the people in it. Not necessarily. I don't think the story is any. Better. I just think that the combat sequences in the Pacific are just like a scotch better. They did get more money for that one after the, Band of Brothers. But there's that, and then like I'll never just I'll, you never I'll never forget this like old guard like 50, 40, late forty year old mm-hmm. marine gunny gunnery sergeant that's just this hard man. Mm-hmm. And at like the heat of battle, the camera pans to him and he's just like fucking crying. And I was yeah. like, what? This yeah. guy broke? I can't imagine. Like there's so much. Like my grandfather never, I never got to meet my grandfather. It was in the Navy. He died when my dad was uh, early 20s. But my grandfather, who was in the Marines, who was Lithuanian, he didn't ever talk about it. He showed me his purple heart. And the most, the most story I ever got was that he got a purple heart at Iwo Jima for being wounded and he buried his best friend there who died on the beach. Um, that's, that's the extent that I know. I didn't find out a lot about, like, I knew he was in Iwo Jima and Guadalcanal. My mom didn't even find out that he was in, uh, in Thailand for a while. 
uh, toward the end of the war when they were pushing towards the Japanese home island uh, until like, I think until after he died and they were just going through his like diaries and stuff. So my grandpa, my mom had to take my grandpa's uh, videotape when he was in a nursing home because mm-hmm. every year around December he would watch like Pearl Harbor videos and stuff yeah. and get super racist towards <laughs> like Japanese Oh, I people. couldn't have Pokemon. Well, if any, my grandfather was coming, any, I couldn't have yeah, Pokemon cards. Any like any Asian people, like sure. he would just get super. Like, oh, I'm bad. sure he would be pissed then, off if and, he knew my best friend was Japanese. She, yeah, and like, then he went out to like, we went out to like Fred Myers to take him shopping or mm-hmm. something. Maybe it was assisted living home, I remember. But, um, and he saw this Japanese lady and he, my mom was getting super worried. Like, and then oh, she walked, no. she was talking to him and he's like, well, that was, I'm sorry, Linda. Like, he, don't give those <laughs> tapes back. She was the sweetest lady. And oh. I was like, yeah, dude, grandpa, you're fucking nuts, go. man. You're there off your go. rocker. See, 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 that's the race. This goes, this perfectly ties back into the beginning yeah, of the exactly. show. That's the racism of ignorance. It's just, it you don't know, so you're afraid well, of the was, unknown. He was in a war, man. Oh, like, yeah, no, <laughs> I can under, like, you know, we yeah. T- we had to take eth- the tapes away. It's like, right? ethically, is it okay that my grandfather would have flipped his lid if he knew that I had Pokemon cards? No. Can I understand why? Yeah. yeah, Japanese. A lot of Japanese well, people can, tried to kill him and you, killed his best friend. You can so it's see. Like, the, I get you it. You can see the difference in the veterans. Oh guys, yeah. Between the ones that fought in the and the on the Eastern Front and the ones oh, that yeah. fought in oh. in the Pacific. Dude. Yeah. They have. I mean, the, the things that the Japanese did. They would sneak into their foxholes and like, oh, stab it was your best totally friend different. to death and cut his head off, cut his dick off, put it in his mouth or yeah. whatever. They did. I've read. They had so those many like accounts. the crazy amount of tunnels and stuff that they oh, built on all the islands they were on. It's insane. Screw that. It's insane. I mean, you, it's you brilliant the, strategy. Do you know the Possum Patrol? Mm-mm. It's what the United States had to do. So, like, it at first, once we learned that there were no prisoners, the mm-hmm. Possum they'd just walk around after a battle and just shoot people in the head. Mm-hmm. There was no quarter given by any side. Yeah, because you it don't know who's going to so, pop up and kill yeah, everybody. No, and that's that's what we started. Like people started dying because they would pop up with grenade and but do your own research everything we were saying no, this is, is 100 this is factually percent true. real yeah. it's yeah. insane the the warfare that went on yeah i mean the point you make i i don't have anybody in my family who fought on the eastern front and in, in europe during world war ii everybody in my family was all involved in the pacific that sucks. and yeah and i like i said i didn't get to i never got to meet my grandfather lester but he he fought in the navy he was he was you want to know navy he fought. He ran away from home at 16. Lied and said he was 18. Joined the Navy. Fought in the Spanish-American War, World War One, World War Two, Korea, and then tried to go to sign up to go to Vietnam. And they told him, "No, you're too old." Dude, like a, he was a life a Navy man. Bad motherfucker. Oh yeah, dude. no. I mean, so like, did he just love warfare? I think he's he just loved being in the men. Navy. Yeah. He should have never got out. Yeah. I mean, like, so I never got to talk to him or hear anything of that and i suspect he didn't really talk about it much because my dad never talked about it other than he was just in the navy or like he had friends from the navy but i don't blame him knowing what from history like you were saying of this like just the brutal kind of shit that went on in the south pacific is just not even a tenth of what the nazis did you well, know, I mean, like war, outside, outside of the genocide, outside of the genocide. Yeah. yeah. On well, the they, battlefield. They wanted, it's to, like, like, well, they wanted to live like they're, yeah. they're Western people. Like sure. it's the same. It's the individual yeah. versus the community. Yeah. The, but the, to be fair, the Nazis on the Eastern front between Russia. Oh, fuck. That, that was, was a war of, that was just that was a war bad. of attrition. That was a war of annihilation. Yeah. 
It was terrible. I can't imagine being like, at like the Battle of Stalingrad. That. Oh, dude, the, you gotta. Could you imagine? Man, that? you gotta. You gotta read. They're, the Russians in that are so bad. Oh, they like, they lost how many? They, they lost like a hundred thousand people in that battle. I don't I, I, something I, like I it, don't know. It's 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 at least six six figures. It's it's ridiculous. There's, they lost so many people. There there was what there's a, stati- a statistic that it's like Russia's birth rate as a country was affected for something like fifty years because they lost so many men. And women, and too. women, just yeah. so many people, but so many like breeding age people. Is that I sound like? What's that weird Irish guy that's talking about? Always talking about women's eggs. Sounds like him. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, uh, I don't even. Stephen Mo, Stephen Molyneux. Ugh. Uh, let's see. Battle. Why do I know that name? If you're terminally online, you know who Stephen Molyneux no, is. Stephen Molyneux. What? He he made the rounds for a long time with a lot of conservatives and a lot of like libertarian people because he like he did the he did the classic bait and switch where he comes out and he's like I'm a free thinker I'm a free speech person and then starts talking about how women need to breed by the time that they're Stephen. 22 because they're they're peak eggs are done at 19 or some Stephen shit. Malt, dude, I'm trying to... S- He's like a weird bald Irish guy. I know exactly who you're talking mm-hmm. about. He yep, runs around I know with like Sargon of Akkad and, and all um, this. And the, the fuck, what's the other guy's <laughs> name? Like, uh... The guy that was a founder of Vice. Oh, Gavin McInnes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's Stephen in that circle. Mal- yeah, dude, yeah. no, he... I... I Thank you. I was like, I know that name. Yeah, I know. I know who that is. Oh, I'm sorry. He's he's uh, he's, he's, dude, he's pretty edgy. He said some pretty fucking. Russia, the Soviets lost 1.143 million men during the Battle of Stalingrad. Yeah, I thought I was gonna say it was a lot. Seems a little. The light. Nazis only lost what they lo- they lost 200. Time is so you counterfeit. So the initial onslaught, the the Nazis lost 270 thousand people, personnel. And the Russians lost 187,000. But by the time that the Russian counteroffensive was over, over a million men on both sides had died. Like, not even counting hundreds of thousands of other people. Like, the Nazi numbers are like 400,000 plus Germans, 200,000 Italians, 200,000 Hungarians. Yeah, we got to get, we got to get a, uh, we got to get another historian on the podcast. I need to nerd out. It felt good to nerd out. But I remember, I remember reading about that, that Russia had like kind of like a birth rate crisis for 50 years after that because they lost so many people in that war. I I mean, that was the, the Russian strategy in that war was literally just throw people at like just meat shield yeah you Fucking know communism man not yeah, everyone yeah. had rifles do you know that yeah, they had no, like yeah. two guys to but one god rifle. damn dies, the rifles they had them. those i have one of those i have a mosin nagant <clears throat> that's truly like a really cool weapon like it's uh, it's it's i i can't imagine that that so the mosin nagant was the 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 full-size rifle not the carbine the full-size rifle that was the standard issue battle rifle for the soviet union in world war ii and i believe all the way up until close to Korean War era, when they finally, when they developed the Kalashnikov, yeah. um, that thing it's it's heavy as fuck, and it, it's a seven six two round. The thing kicks like a mule, like, and it's heavy, heavy, and like when you have it and you affix a bayonet to the end of it, the whole thing from butt to the tip of the bayonet is probably like six feet. Gonna, it's incredible. You have, to, you have to send me a picture of this. Oh, next time you come to my place, I'll show you. It's an incredible piece of history to have. That is you cool, know? man. And it's got... And it's Still all, work? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've sh- that's the first gun I ever bought, and the first gun I ever shot was that. 
Like I never shot a gun. And then I was just like, I'm going to buy a gun. I'll just buy this World War II battle rifle and shoot that. And I'm like, how hard can that be? And the thing's it's like a minor, minor controlled hand explosion. <laughs> it's pretty, they're pretty cool. But like to fight through that, like, I don't even know, like, I don't even know how my grandfather did what he did. Both of them. It's insane. You know, the, the, what they have to put up with. And then like, you get all the pansy asses now with this fucking pandemic. It's just like, just shut up and stay home for one summer and you'll be fine. Oh, no, 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 no. It's, we've already done that. Yeah, we, done. we've done, we're we've done the done. pandemic. <laughs> we're done with, if I, we're done. We don't, we're not going to <laughs> Yeah, you no, I'm, I am over I the am pandemic so as well. I'm so fucking done, dude. Like, yeah, no, ever, like the fact that we just shut the state down. I want to choke the fucking governor. It's like, dude. I can't. We can't. We should revolt. We should fucking revolt, uh, dude. I don't know. They're just closing indoor dining. No, yeah. I'm done with it. Every, <laughs> we can get our vaccines. Like it's, we're fine. We're gonna be fine. Yeah, I, I don't. It's nope, so stupid. Not yep. It's done. It's, it for me, it's like it, Kate Brown is just garbage. She's not a good governor. Why they elected her in the first place? She the really reason she got in the job is because her previous boss was so corrupt and so incompetent he couldn't even hide it. Fucking John Kitzhaber. He was terrible. And then Kate Brown is like she was like nothing before the pandemic, and since then it's just like pick a fucking strategy, just pick one and stick with it, it because just, you're gonna have a better result. Yeah, let's just fucking go full clip fully ahead, open or fully, fully closed down. Let's go. No, we couldn't. Let's fully open everything back up immediately. I don't know if it's it's we're close to that. The problem is is like nope. they did that for the last year. They've just been in this series of like yeah. open it up, close it down, open up, and it, it's just gonna keep getting let's just, worse. Yeah, let's just let it open up, dude. We have to. Florida's back. Ugh, no, don't Florida, Florida should never be. Florida's like, back, dude. Dude, the fucking life from has to go on, man. Life sure. has to fucking go on. Sure, the vaccine is out. Get fucking vaccinated. But not enough people have I it yet. I don't fucking care, man. I'm sorry. I'm being selfish right now. I'm done, dude. I'm fucking done I with I mean, this. if you have... The thing is, it's like... Wear a mask. We're wear, fine. Yeah. Wear a mask. Go and do your stuff. That's fine. But it's, you got to wear really, the mask. I really can't have, be logical about this because I'm just no, I so understand. over it. I, I mean, I have... I'm so... I want to scream. I, I'm yeah. so... I'm, I'm on... Dude, I honestly, hate people and I'm over honestly, it. I'm I'm thinking about fucking moving. Yeah. Out of the state. I don't, like very, I don't blame you. Very strongly considering it. The, I am so sick and tired of. Yeah, but where are you going to move? D- New Mexico. It, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'd, thinking, I'm really New thinking. New Mexico about, is like, fucking S- amazing. Santa Fe. I'm, yeah. I'm being serious, dude. Like, you I, know, I, besides all the to, carjacking and drug running, uh, Albuquerque is pretty great, too. It's, 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 it's cheap. I, I it's don't very know. cheap. I don't know if I it's could, very I inexpensive. I don't know if I could talk to my significant other into Albuquerque. Santa Fe is extremely expensive. Know, it's I even know, more expensive than Portland. She's, I know. I know. She's mm, no. It's not. Santa the, Fe the, is the, how, the house, housing prices are lower, and you can live outside but, of Santa Fe. But my listen, I have a. I got a. I got a pretty little white girl. Like she's, you know, it's kind of difficult. To, That's going to be an experience uh, for you being a black it, uh, man in New Mexico. Yeah, dude, I'm a black man. As I say, race having having a family that lived in New Mexico for a long time. Race relations in New Mexico are not exactly good. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'll be fine wherever I'm at. Dog. Oh, I'm sure. Um, but I just, if I could talk her in Albuquerque, I totally would. But I just don't know. If I, got, I don't think I, I would. I would. And I think she's listening to this. So I need to be careful. But maybe I. I. You know. If I had a way to support myself in New Mexico, I would. And act before I met my fiance, like before I met her, my plan was my my lease was going to be up three months after I met her. 
And two months before I met her, I was just like, why don't I just fuck it and move to New Mexico? Because oh I had just gone to New Mexico and it had, was such... The food, it's glorious. The food is amazing. The people are great. The environment is something incredibly special. You know, if, if I had a way to make a living there, I'd do it in a heartbeat. It's a great place. Yeah, like you said. We'll talk. It's we'll cheap. Talk, we'll, t- you know. we'll talk after the show. Uh, is the pod going to New Mexico now? The pod might be going to Mexico. Are we going to be the Zia, the Zia, uh, Zia's mind now? Oh, yeah. Zia's <laughs> mind. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. I'm... I'm I feel, I feel suffocated. Like I don't like the direction, politically, that this state is is trending. I don't like the lawlessness in Portland. I don't like the yeah. homeless problem. The lack of although they did the city just allocated seven hundred fifty thousand dollars to clean up. That's nothing. I know, but that's, still, that's it's a fucking start. lunch money. But um, I don't like. I don't. I don't think that we could politically vote anybody in that would be able. That would be kind of on my lines of thinking. Like mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't. I mean, obviously, no liberty. But honestly, at this point, I want a Republican governor. I don't even know if I like. Uh, you know, we've talked about this like libertarian wise. I don't even identify as a libertarian anymore because I don't even know what the fuck they're about. You know, they're just about hating pretty much all the ridiculousness <sighs> of all parties. Yeah, but even then, they're just like they they talk a big game about how like the Constitution, freedom, liberty, all of that. But then like Big Daddy Corporation comes in and they're like, "Oh, you're free market, and you want to oppress me? Please." Mm-hmm. It's like, Not... don't step on that snake, but step on me, Daddy. You I, know, I like how they, I like how they, they're. I just like that they're about liberty and rights i do too i just and i doubt are, them this state does not seem to be about that. i think my I, i'm not okay with I, that. I feel the same way like i've thought in the last the last year i've thought about like i was just like man oregon i want to move to portland because i like portland a lot and i love i moved to oregon because of this because of oregon like the land mm-hmm. that's why i live here but like god damn the people make it hard and it's like if there was not this it, it feels like I don't, I don't know what other states are like other than the ones I've lived in. But even in the states, the previous states that I lived in, there wasn't such a huge divide between urban and rural yeah. to the point where it feels like there could at any moment be a civil war between farmers and people who just happen well, to live in a city. Be, yeah, as a more rurally-minded person, though, because I definitely am one, my, my issue is, like, I just don't like that... Like, like, let's be real. The liberals that are, like, that are liberals, you're not a fucking liberal. Because if you were a liberal, you'd liberals be like, are basically Screw center the government, right, man. You know, like, yeah. you know, like, and you're like, oh, you want to suck the government's dick? And I don't, fu- I'm not down with that. Well, and it's and it's. Too... And I don't think we should have a mandate of a, ma- a federally mandated thing to wear a mask. I think it should be left up to the individual. I'll wear a mask. I think it's it shouldn't I I think it should it shouldn't have to be mandated. It should be left up to the individual. It's 100%. But we're the adults. issue, I mean, we've talked about the if pandemic. You don't wanna, yeah, if you don't want to fucking wear in the businesses too. If you, yeah. if you are a business like if you don't wear a mask, you can't come in or if you're a business it's like, you know, what? I don't really not I don't want you in my store, please exactly. leave. Exactly. Like yeah. but we don't need the the, the It's one of those things it's this. it's like we shouldn't have to. It should just be everybody recognized if everybody had basic literacy in science in just media literacy, they would be able to pick and pick and see, oh, okay, science has been consistently saying the same thing since, I don't know, a month or two into it when they had time to research it. Yeah. But, but the governments have just been complicit in making this a much more ridiculous affair. But here's, here's another <clears throat> thing. Like, okay, if, 
how do I how, how do I say this? If you really believed that every time you went outside you were gonna get coronavirus and die, you wouldn't fucking be going out. Right. So like in my opinion, like it's not that yes, if you're morbidly obese, um, or you know, have pre existing health, maybe you should be a lot more cautious. Careful. But sure. like the reality is like no one really buys this shit because if if it was like Ebola or like the rage virus, I just made that up. No, that's a, that, <laughs> the, like, the T virus. No, you, no one would be going out anywhere. We'd be like, if you became a zombie, I'd be like, dude, fuck that. I'm not buying yeah, groceries. Like sure. the economy would. Cl like all I'm trying to say is like, it's for for most people, it's a fucking cold. It's and you might lose your sense of taste or smell, and you get over it in a few days. See the problem. And I'm over. The problem this. now is that yeah vaccinations are happening but now you know there's a very large instance of people not getting both of their vaccines they're just getting one and then fucking off or they're not getting a vaccine or you know they're trying to not get a vaccine to own the libs and just shit like this it's like the society has just devolved into this just and dumb and tribal bullshit say, and this is why i say we just open everything back up and just fucking let the <laughs> chips fall where they may i mean i because, i like, have when to admit, we start talking about this like i get like i get it's weird i get upset because mm -hmm. i a i don't fucking like people telling me what to do that's fair i don't want to rebel okay b i want everything to be open i would like to be able to not that i do this that often but i'd like <laughs> yeah. to be able to go out to a bar and stay till two o'clock in the fucking morning if, if i want I to, yeah. to. Yeah, yeah you know i would like businesses to be able to operate at full capacity like i, I look at florida they're dude they're did you see the ufc that they're free man they're free Ugh. they've done it yeah, but are Stop. you truly free living in florida though? i don't know dude i don't think F so. listen florida's a beacon of america right now oh, hey hey God. hey hey they're doing shit what, what, what are we, we doing? What have we become as a, as a country that Florida is our beacon of freedom? They figured it My out, God. man. They've got just How enough far dumb and just enough brave, bro. Don't you dare <laughs> shit on Florida. I've been to Florida enough to know I don't like Texas, Florida. I think Vegas is open, too. Maybe oh. I'll move to Nevada. Oh, you might be alone on that one. <sighs> All right, New Mexico it is. New Mexi I'm into New Mexico. You don't have to convince. You got to just, like, you show me a revenue stream in New Mexico, and I'll, like, tell me when the truck's here. All right. Because, I mean, the plan would be to move back after everyone moves out and the housing market see that like what i was saying is like it, the the thing with oregon man it just feels like it feels like everywhere outside the city like out literally outside of portland eugene salem corvallis to an extent is just like it's you know it's getting to be sunny time so i'm like a little tan and i'm like spicy white now mm -hmm. but like if i was like one shade darker I don't think I would even feel comfortable. I feel barely feel comfortable walking through cities that aren't big cities around here just because the it's not even that there's necessarily things that are going on, but it's just the rhetoric is so extreme from like, there's, there's no way that anybody can be like, Hey, maybe we should listen or Hey, maybe let's work together and figure out something else. It's just like, it's literally like one side wants to do what they want to do. And the other side is just like, leave us alone. Let us be homophobic in the country. You know, and it's like let them be homophobic. In the uh, yeah, just fuck don't. off, fuck off to Eastern Oregon. It's like the 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 Greater Idaho movement. The joke of that is just like, cool, go. Nobody wants you. You know, if you don't want to be here, don't be here. They'll probably do it. They probably will. But the joke, Idaho. Why would Idaho want them? Why would Idaho be like, yes, John Day is the crown in the jewel of the gem state? You know, and like yes. it I, does. It's I, so I, stupid. I sort of missed your. I think I missed your point though. But like. Um, 
just the just the the, the divide between both the sitting political parties both of them are so stupid there's nothing productive being done. One is just floundering with all the power that they can have. And the other side is literally just running away to other states instead of fighting for whatever they believe in, even though I don't agree with them. You know, like this is not, what is it, the last three years in a row they've had to call the state police to go and get them because all the Republicans went to Vancouver or they went to Reno or some shit. I don't remember. What? Yeah, in the state house, they, they the instead of, because they just the state by demographics just doesn't have a lot of Republicans, so they don't really have a, a voting block that can block things. Mm-hmm. They have to compromise with people. But in order to get a quorum, if they have a quorum, they can vote, which means that things can pass. If they don't have a quorum, they can't do business. So the Republicans, instead of just accepting that they're going to lose or they have lost the election and they have to actually compromise with people to get things done, they just run. Like last year, two years, three years ago, every single time each year, they just don't show up. Like so, there's no quorum, so there can't even be in the state, the state, the state Oregon government. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, like it was. uh, They did it once this year, and then they agreed to be there for some concession. And then last year and the year before, they like two years ago was the worst one. They literally the entire Republican Party of representatives in the Oregon state government went to Vancouver. Some of them went to Vancouver and some of them went to Nevada and Kate Brown had to call the FBI to literally go and arrest them and bring them (laughs) back because they legally have to be there. You know, it's like, it's, it's shit like that. It's like, if you're going to be whatever you're going to be and you're going to lose, at least lose with grace or at least know how to lose. But here's the thing, man, here's the thing. Listen, I would much rather live in a Republican state because yeah. if you look at the democrat at baltimore oh maryland God. that's de- that's republican or excuse me democrat yeah uh detroit michigan democrat chicago democrat i'm I, uh, dude i'm saying in it seems to me california's sh- fucked yeah, yeah. it seems to me that every demo like largely like it's fine if it flips but every sure largely held democratic government fucking burns everything i mean the, the republicans really ground. aren't doing very good either. i under the only reason they're doing so good right now is because they're just like florida hey do you looks, guys want to do some business come florida, here florida looks pretty good you know prior prior to this everybody was failing i don't Te- i don't think both both of the Te- parties texas, in the system lo- are texas looks apart. pretty good you got you got iowa which is a great is a pretty big tech hub You've got that's uh, such a weird thing to hear. It is, dude. <laughs> Yo, the tech scene, the it's not, tech it's not, boom no, 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 in Iowa. Like data. Yeah. There's some big corporations, yeah. there. Um, but it doesn't matter. Dude, these things create fucking jobs, right? Sure. The, for, they allow people to have lives, and the businesses are not going to be sticking around the state, right? In, in particular, downtown Portland. Oh, now. downtown Portland's that's, a ghost town. It is, well, well, two blocks of downtown is. Yeah, a ghost but I'm town. saying if if this lawlessness continues, what do you what do you think these businesses are going to do if this homeless epidemic continues? What do you think these guys guys are going to do i don't gonna know say, what gonna, man. they're going to say we're going to get the fuck out of here dude yeah that's what they're going to say it's going to take it's going to take stimson like, lumber massive yeah. oregon company just fucking move to idaho dude that's so i'm getting like man. super uh, yeah. animated yeah, yeah, yeah. all i'm saying is like i'm looking at what's going on and it doesn't look good no I, oh, it no, doesn't no. matter which fucking side you're on you got to open your eyes and take no, a look oregon man. Is... what what we have this system that we have up here isn't getting the job done and no. it scares the shit out of me 
No. And it should scare the shit out of you, too. Oh, no, no. I mean, like, the Oregon economy is... I don't see how it comes back anytime soon right now. Like, between just... Uh, like, even if we had... Even if Kate Brown had been like, hey, we're locking down until we get to a point, and just picked... Just stayed, right? It would have hurt, but we would have come roaring back, and everything would have been fine like now. We yeah. would have looked more like... Like, of all the governors... Speaking of New Mexico, the governor of New Mexico feels like the one who's done the best job of anybody because she like, she led, she just was a leader. Like they, they had all of their seniors vaccinated before anybody. Yeah. They like my, my mom and dad live here now, but they just moved from New Mexico. And by the time that they were still two months away from getting even an appointment here, their friends were, they got, they got a call from the local hospital where they used to live in New Mexico calling to say, hey, we've got vaccines available. Have you guys gotten yours yet? This is two months before Kate Brown was just like, I guess we can do old people. When it was just like, I I just don't, I don't understand why, and she's not an aberration. This is, this is all across party lines. All of these governments in this, pick one fucking strategy and stick to it. Don't keep changing your mind every two fucking weeks. Don't be like like Dr. Fauci, what a fucking failure he is, to be like, oh, don't wear a mask, don't wear a mask, which was bullshit because we had a PPE shortage. That's why he didn't want people to wear masks. Come out and say it. Don't buy the mask because we need doctors to have masks. You you lied to us. Yeah, all of them. And it's just like... When you you, you literally start out a relationship with me, and the first... I don't fucking know Fauci is from Adam, but then, then you're telling me... That you you should buy, but you, you already know how suspicious I am. You are oh, too. yeah, exactly. And now we're just like, oh motherfucker! I when trust I found that, I said. I used to listen to him just because. Okay, he's a health expert. I'll take him at his word. But as soon as I learned he that, lied. I'm just like, okay, I'm skeptical. And then I, this dude is just, he's he's a politician. He's yeah. been trying to, he's been trying to do the same thing that Moderna did in six months. He's been trying to do for thirty plus years to try to cure AIDS. And now what? Because of what Moderna and all of this research has done with these vaccines there's actually a very good chance that within the next 10 years, cancer could be on its way out because you of just, the mRNA you just, technology. You sounded, you sounded Canadian right there. Well, you, you know, <laughs> out, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's yes. true. You, know. where, you have to put that in the show notes. Yeah, I'll find that. I'd love to, love, love, love to. Yeah, there's like, uh, we're at uh, minute, t- or hour 20. Oh, shit. Yeah, so we've run over. We've, we've run bit. over the show. We got hot, you know? Yeah. Fuck Oregon. Listen, it's a great place. We, Don't we, move we, here. We, def- we 100. Listen, I apologize. <laughs> if listen. you're from California, go back to California and ruin your own home. <laughs> but I have to say this. I'm, I apologize, listeners. I lost my... I didn't lose my cool. I got passionate. You got hot. For some reason, like, these issues, they drive me nuts. I don't... I just... I feel, I feel suffocated right now in this state. And... I want the best for everyone, everyone to be healthy and happy, but I feel, I do feel a certain amount of like repression and I don't think it's any longer. I don't think it's, I, I don't, I don't like looking at a few other States and seeing that they're completely open and I'm not, it bothers me and I feel repressed. I do. That's and fair. I, and I live in, and I live in the, the supposedly the freest place on in the nation. And, and how does that, and, and you're vaccinated. Yeah. How does this make you feel? I mean, I'm still being cautious. I'm still like around people who aren't vax, like around. I don't go around crowds just because I don't want to be crowds. Yeah, I'm good. I'm just being extra cautious. I also don't like crowds in the first place. As soon as I get vaccinated, but it's kind of no mask ever again. It's it's (laughs) like how you're talking. Like I I see other states that are open, and it's like Florida. I'm just like 
That's okay. I don't want to live in Florida. I don't. I, I open my window and I look outside and I'm like, yeah, I don't want to live in Florida. I don't want. I don't. Maybe I don't want to live. In you well, don't want Miami wouldn't be so. I probably get a Miami's to not for something like that. You know, <laughs> that's the. Th- I think that's the thing everybody confuses. Miami, uh, Florida ain't Miami. Florida's no. like Orlando. You, have you spent significant time <laughs> no. in Orlando or Tampa? No. <laughs> or the Everglades? I haven't. Cur- Nor- God, God bless your soul Florida. if you've been to Tallahassee. Hell like, yeah, baby. That's yeah. Florida. I've never been to Florida, actually. It's okay. It's if Florida's a lovely place. I personally wouldn't want to live there, but to visit there, yeah, sure. It's great. I've spent, I've probably spent collectively probably like a few months in Florida. I might have to. I honestly might have it's to. It's worth just, going. I might have to take a... Uh, a flight out there. It's worth going. The Everglades are really cool. So, yeah, you know, but Miami is definitely not Florida. Absolutely. Well, I guess the the, the more of the story is, uh, Rick's, the Rick's Mind podcast officially has declared war on coronavirus and tyranny. <laughs> and, and Kate Brown, yeah, and Kate, and Kate Brown, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're all pissed. Um, so if you're living in the sunshine state of Florida, if you're living in any free state, drop me a line. You know, maybe talk a little shit about how awesome it is. And, tell me, tell me, tell me I'm wrong, why, please. Tell me why I should move there. It doesn't, whatever your state's politics are, I will vote. If it's red down the line, I'll vote red down the line. I promise. I'll be good. But I just, I got to get away. Anyways, that's all we got for today. Thanks for listening, guys. I love you. Peace.